You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Taking charge of me. Now listen, if you can utter a sound, I want you to say this, taking charge of me. Amen. What do you mean by this, man of God? What do I mean? What we're talking about, we're talking about getting a handle on who you are. We're talking about not only discovering your life purpose, but once you have discovered, you stay on course. Okay? We're talking about taking charge of your thoughts, of what you hear. We've seen this, right? We've seen that it's my responsibility to discipline myself. Jesus saves you, but the responsibility to renew your mind is up to you. God is not going to do it. He's given you his word for transformation to take place, but you have to renew your mind. Your mind didn't get saved, in case anybody didn't know that. That's why the moment you received Jesus Christ on your way home, those same thoughts about going to see whoever, about partaking in whatever, will still be there until my mind is renewed. So that explains what passes. I slipped. Well, get back up. Why? Because your mind needs to be renewed. I've fallen. Get back up. Don't fall into condemnation. Why? Because I'm a new creation. Any man being Christ, he is born anew. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things are new. Okay? That's just a nugget. I don't want to talk. I feel a tug on it, but I'm not going to waste my time talking about that. You already know this. Right? Well, I failed last night. Well, you here today. Amen. <laughs> and if the truth be told, First uh, John 2, First John 2, I got to take my time. I haven't seen you for some time, so I want to take my time. I got to come back easy, slowly. He ain't had to come here and just come at me like that. Oh, what Pastor Tracy at? She right here. There she go right here. First John 2. Um, 15 and 17 amplified version. Let me say something. Um, one of the reasons, no, what are we talking about? Taking charge of, taking charge of being responsible for me. You remember the last time I was with you, I said, I'm responsible for what I hear, what I see, and what I say. Who's responsible? Then I showed you in scripture, the scripture says that he who has no rule over his spirit is like a city with the walls broken down. What do you mean? I have no safeguard. In ancient Egypt, the uh, uh, cities were fortified. They had walls built around them. That was their safeguard. So anytime that wall was compromised, you were open prey to the enemy. So uh, Scripture says the same thing. When when I'm not self-disciplined, I'm open game. And you have a lot of believers who are somewhat capricious in their behavior. They move whichever direction the wind blows. Today I love Jesus. Tomorrow we don't know. And can I say something? I'm about to show you uh, 1 John 2, 5. 1 John 2, verses 15 and 17. 1 John. Here, let me read it. I got it. Y'all got it? Amplify? Come in a minute. My last church, the preacher didn't do that. But see, you're not, see, that's what you're missing. You're not at your last church. You hear that. Come on. Let me read it. 1 John 2. Do not love 
the world of sin that opposes God and his precepts, nor the things that are in the world. Notice he said, do not love the world. Talking about the world system or the systems of this world. Love people, just not what the world offers. That's what he's talking about. Because it's always that one to walk out here hating people and using this scripture. Where the Bible told me not to love you. That ain't what the scripture says. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world. Listen to this. The lust and sensual craving of the flesh and the lust and longing of the eyes and the boastful pride of life. Being pretentious, overly confident in one's resources or instability of earthly things. Here we go. Now, uh, let's read verse uh, 17 out loud. Uh, well, here we go. Come on, everyone reading out loud. Talk loud. So, I mean, I'm talking about real loud, so social media here. You're ready. Let's read. Do not. Come on. Okay, so these do not come from the Father. Okay, verse 17. The world is... Okay, the word I want you to circle here is purposes. The world is passing away, and with its lust, the shameful pursuits of ungodly longings. But the one who does the will of God and carries out his purpose is live forever. Circle that word purpose. We say this, I have... A predestinated purpose in which God called me to fulfill. Now, something I want to show you here because Satan has no new tricks. The same three things that he used to get Adam out of his purpose and Eve, he's using today. It may come packaged differently. Same thing. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Lust of the flesh, things that gratify your flesh. And it's not always people. It could be substances. It could be material things. Lust of the eyes. What the eyes see. Your car was fine until your cousin got one. You don't even have a car note. But now, you ever notice that? Your cousin get one, now all of a sudden yours is no good. You need a new one. And see, the only thing about, about that, when you do things out of purpose, you cause stress, distress, chaos, unnecessary pains. Because you're doing something that you, you, you <laughs> then the pride of life, it's all me. Just like, I'm called to do this. Let me say something. As a believer, whatever your purpose is, there's a greater purpose behind that. And whatever your profession is, you are called, and a lot of us are, God has birthed things. You, you didn't want to be a physician just because, you know, your friend, was, no, that thing God put in you before the foundation of the world. Because there are people in that arena that you are to minister the gospel of Jesus to. Not, I'm doing it for the money. Are you with me? And I want to show you something because then too, worldliness, people just think it's internal. No, it's in, excuse me, they think it's external, but it's internal because it starts in the heart. And we see the three characteristics right here. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. We say that Satan has no new tricks. So Satan's job, notice we're talking about getting a handle, taking charge of me. And Satan is using these three things still today to distract or distract you, get you off track. 
And when you look throughout Christendom, the majority of Christians are distracted. And let me tell you, one, two, or all three of these things are at the root of it. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. If you're somewhat off kilter, check one of those, check the lust of the flesh. Who got you distracted? You was focused until he said. You was walking straight until uh, she wore that. Look at that boy. Satan has no new tricks. And First Peter 5 says this. He's going around like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. He play playing. He in a costume. You know, like Halloween, you dress up like Superman. Man, you, you, you're not leaping over no tall building. And you're definitely, definitely not faster than a speeding bullet. I'm hot. No, no. He's, he's, he's a fraud. But it tickles me because he still intimidates and gets people, of course, a fake. And you know those who get? Those who are caught napping. Those who are distracted. Well, what kind? Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, one of those three things. Write this down. When you're distracted, it's about putting your attention on something that you're not supposed to be doing. Anytime you're distracted, you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. And guess what that does? It pulls your attention away from what you're supposed to be doing. That's why it tickles me sometimes um, uh, it, how you at work. Now, not on break, not on lunch. But you on social media, why this company is paying you to be performing the job. Well, then, then, then they try to play on my emotions. Pastor, I, I just had to watch you. <laughs> that man is paying you or that woman is paying you to perform a job. And when you're on that job, guess what you should be doing? Okay. Nine people got upset at that. Remember this about dis uh, distractions. They're subtle. They're subtle. That's why you have to be sober. Be aware. And notice how he uses the word sober. Just like in, in the natural. When you get tipsy, you, you know, your motor skills aren't as you think they are. You don't sound as eloquent as you think you're coming off. To you, it sounds like, baby, 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 baby. How you doing, baby? But to her, it sounds like, why? Because you're not sober. But what gets me, a lot have failed for the because they were caught. That's why when you get that revelation, how in the world? How long? Girl, how long was I acting like that? Girl, six years. Six years. Listen, when you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing, that means you're failing at what you should be doing. And I'm saying this because there are things that we should be doing as Christians, but we're failing at it because Satan has us distracted. Wow. Will you say this? Distractions have a purpose. And its purpose is to distract me from my purpose. That's the whole purpose of distraction. What? To get you distracted from doing your purpose. And listen, and because they are so subtle and dressed up so nice, if you're not watching, by the time you realize it, boom, hook, line, and sinker. Will you say this? I was born, born with a purpose, man. That, that's why it's good to understand your purpose. And I'm sorry, it's nothing real deep, but you do have a purpose. I'm talking to the believer, okay? Now, uh, Colossians 1, 
16, message translation. Now, you don't have to turn here, but and you can write it down. In John 6, 38, Jesus says this, I came to do the will. The reason why I came down from heaven is to do, is, it was to do the will of my Father. That was my purpose, to come and seek and save the lost. You hear? In John uh, 12, 27, let me show you this. And I'm showing you this. When Jesus began to predict his death, and it got near that time, and notice, even though he's God in the flesh, he could identify with what we identify with. So he felt pain just like you felt pain. He hurt just like you hurt. Are you here? Now my soul is what? Trouble. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, notice, but for this purpose have I come to this hour. So he's saying, I was sent here for a purpose. Now, Colossians 1.16. Now, if Christ came down from heaven with a purpose, guess where you came down from with a purpose? You know how I know that? Because the scripture says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Y'all missing this? I sanctified you. I have already set you apart, designated you for a purpose in the earth realm. Before you were, before your mom met your father. Before your mom's father met her father's mother, mother, and you know who I'm to all the way back? To, yeah, them. You were in the mind of God for a specific purpose. That's why a lot of our personalities and our attitudes and things are different. Why? Because we can all reach people where we are with who we are. Because then, too, you, you, you travel places daily that I may not travel. Vice versa and vice versa. So, so there are people in your sphere that should be ministered to by you. Boy, this is good. And we're thinking, another misunderstanding, we're thinking your job is for you to make money. No. I mean, make the money. But that, that's, that's just a smaller piece of a bigger puzzle. We're talking about Christians. There are people dying, going to Hades without the knowledge of Jesus because we are distracted. Wow. What does this say? For what's left out of everything? Listen, you could be 10, this is for you. So, so though, just, just like some of you guys who are playing, like you playing baseball, DJ, you, you know why God gifts us? So when I get into the major leagues, they know that it was God that got me here. And my testimony to my teammates, to the owner is, do you know about this man named Jesus? Yeah, I'm going to make that $150 million con Yeah, give me that $150 million contract. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to bless Pastor Rex, bless Shekinah, bless Pastor, bless other people. Are you here? For everything absolutely, everything above and visible and rank after rank of angels, everything got its where and who and what do you find your purpose? And we, and we keep looking for something real deep and mystical. Man, let me tell you something. The scripture says that if one sinner repents, there is rejoicing in heaven. What greater thing can you do other than introduce Jesus to somebody and they give their life to him? What gets better than that? What does it profit for a man to gain the whole world? Boy, y'all clapped on that like that was not a good thing. Is that thing playing by itself? <laughs> do bad, I think, when you do it. Good looking out. Good looking out. Watch this. Everything did what? It gets better. It finds its purpose where? 2 Timothy 1. Boy, this time is, listen, when it rained, I get an extra what? Okay. 
Is it still raining? Oh, I'm taking five. <laughs> it's a, he said it's storming. That, that's ten when it's storming. Five when it's rain, ten when it's storming. <laughs> and can I interject this there? When you guys hear about these, these uh, hurricanes and uh, tornadoes, as a believer, you speak to the hurricanes, to the storms, and just like they cease for Jesus, we have the same authority that he has, and they will cease for you. Yes, the earth will respond to you. The whole earth stood still for Joshua. Are you here? And stop buying into that lie. That's God trying to get. No, 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 no. That's the earth. And I've showed you this before. The moment Adam abdicated the promise, sin entered the world. And the earth went into decay also. So the earth yearns for a new body just like the believer does. The earth is waiting to experience a new. But man, are y'all here? What is that? Romans 8, 21. Give me the New Living Translation. This is just a nugget. So you have authority to speak. And, and, and so you're not speaking against God. No, you're speaking to creation. So tell Ivan to stay out there in the water. Tell Susan to sit still, whatever the names are. You've been given authority over everything that has a name. And if they gave it a name, honey, you can speak to it. And listen, the mindset should be, well, I'm going to, before I concede to agreeing with it, I'm going to speak against it. Now, do the things, you know, use wisdom. Now, I'm going to get this water. Now, I don't know why y'all just buy water and bread. You know, get your water. But at the same time, I'm speaking to Susan. And just as soon as I die, I'm taking this water back, get my money back. See, that's see. smart <laughs> the creation looks forward to what the day when it would join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay so the worth went into decay too so that's part of the process not God trying to get folk to live right and trust me if, if, if he really touched you like that you couldn't handle a spanking from the Lord that's why the scripture said he doesn't uh, 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 deal with us according to what we've done. You couldn't handle a spanker from Jesus. Matter of fact, the scripture says your own wickedness will correct you. So God's like, man, I ain't have nothing to do with that. And I submit some of the stuff you blaming on the devil. It ain't the devil. It's just bad, dumb decisions. The devil, the devil busy, man. The devil ain't even thinking about you. The devil looking for folk who about, about it, about it, about it. He ain't looking for folk who's sitting still. He looking for folk who understand their purpose and life mission. If you don't understand, devil, devil ain't, man. Devil like, no, nah, no, he, he ain't doing anything. Go that one right there that love the Lord. Attack him. Put the thing in front of him. But, but let's get off of that. Let's go back to 2 Timothy. But that's a nugget. Speak to it. I dare you. They were saying something about it. Come to Georgia. Not to pass that thing. Come to ain't nothing happened to Georgia. So, so we, yeah, Nate. Nate gonna be late. I told Nate, if you come to Georgia, it'll be after I get done preaching. It won't be. <laughs> it'll be after service. <laughs> uh, 
Come on, man. Look, listen. For he, now listen to what Paul is saying to Timothy. Not just him, but believers everywhere. For he did what? Come on. Wait, consecrated, set apart. You remember earlier, I, I talked about Joshua 1 and 5. Before I formed you in a room, I knew you. I sanctified the consecrated, same thing. Here it is right here. Keep reading. A life. A life of what? A life of what? Keep going. Watch this. He said, but not because of anything you've done. Who do you think gave you those skills? The pride of life. Man, I, I put that in you. I, I, I did this on my own ingenuity. I had to pull myself on by my own. I don't know why people be talking like that. That's, where that voice come from? Pastor, I did this by myself. <laughs> no, you didn't, man. Keep going. We could do nothing to earn this, but because of his own... No, I anointed you because I had a purpose for you. I put that desire in you because I know there are people that you're going to reach. Boy... Okay, his amazing undeserved favor, which was granted to us, what? Before when? Man, this goes back to what I just said about Jeremiah. Next verse. But now, come on, everyone out loud. Carnation, earthly ministry, abolished death, making it null and void, and brought life and immortality to the light through the gospel. Through the light of what? The gospel. For which I was a... Which was, I was a, listen, you have been appointed to be a preacher of the gospel. A preacher just means proclaim someone who announces, says something. You hear? For which I was appointed a what? Preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the good news regarding salvation. Now look at verse 8. Look look at what he said in verse 8, same chapter. So don't be what? Y'all, we can read this better than this, guys. Come on. We... Okay, now, I've been saying this for years. The type of sufferings that the Bible makes mention of believers, it has to do with persecution as a result of taking a righteous stand. Backed up in bills, that's not being persecuted for Christ's sake, man. You and your husband are always going at us. That's not being persecuted for Christ's sake. Because I'm always going through. That has nothing to, listen, he's talking about for the gospel's sake. You being persecuted because of your righteous stand. Not making bad decisions. Now you got to deal with the consequences. That's not suffering for Jesus. Continue to preach regardless of what. In other words man. Despite what type of opposition you come up against. As a result of your righteous stand. Don't you back up. You continue regardless of what. Tries to come against you. It, even if it's the pride of life. Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. You what. Continue to preach. In accordance with the power of God. For Power is invincible. Let me show you something. This is your purpose to share. What, what did Paul say? Go back to verse 11. Let me show you something. Boy, this is good. This is your purpose is to share the good news regarding salvation. Matthew 28, 19, Amplified verse. This is your purpose. I want to be this. I'm called to deliver. Yeah, but deliver for who? For you? I got a man's anointing to do what, deliver them from what? So after they get delivered, now what? Who? I got, I, got a, I got a street ministry. 
Is it advancing the kingdom? I want my own bill. Here we go with that again. I got it. This is my year, my business. I'm for what though? Why you want to make the money? See that that's the pride of life. You just want the money just for you? Who's being ministered to through the business? Who am I supporting? How am I helping advance the kingdom with my multi-billion dollar business? Or else it's just the pride of life. Are you here? Someone say go. Let's read. Go therefore and make. Hey, watch this. Anybody in here that's a born again believer, you know what you are? You are a disciple of Jesus Christ. You are a student, a learner, a fisherman. Right? And fishermen do what? They fish. There are different types of fish, different types of fishermen, different types of bait. Are you here? Come on, go therefore and make disciples of the night. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my word. This is what this is our responsibility to do what? Help the people learn, learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.